Welcome back, everybody. It is me, Hey Archer. Thank you so much for listening to this show, to this series. This is episode 184. You might be watching me right now on YouTube, and if you are, I'm pointing to you. If you're listening to me on one of the various podcast platforms, I was pointing at the camera. But use your imagination. Just imagine I'm pointing to you, too. To the power of the Force. But... Right now it is Monday morning slash Sunday night. It just We are just past midnight. I am thoroughly excited to be doing this. And the reason being is when I started doing the whole YouTube thing a couple years ago, I felt, uh, I guess, to steal a line from my mother because I saw her this week for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, if you are a listener in the U.S. Um, if you are not in the U.S., then I hope you had a wonderful Thursday and you did something interesting. But... One of the words my mom likes to throw around is the word conviction. And when I started to do YouTube and started to create, I there was a conviction to do so. And it's not necessarily because I feel um, like this is a way to become famous or rich or anything like that. Um, as any YouTuber would tell you that if those things happen, of course, we wouldn't be upset about it. I, I always felt convicted. Uh, a conviction to create and do things. So, you know, that was through YouTube at first and then it turned into cosplay and all sorts of things. But I always felt this need to come back and, you know, review things and talk to you, whoever you are, the listener. And maybe things that I say, maybe topics I go over are things that you wish you could talk to with your friends. Or maybe there's somebody that you're like, you know, I wish I can just talk about a stupid trailer review with somebody. But everybody at my job thinks that Star Wars is stupid and they don't want to talk about it. So here, here I am. Hey, Archer. So we can discuss many things and hopefully inspire you to maybe one day make your own show. Or maybe I inspire you to do something else in your life. Because if you die without making a change in someone's life, have you ever or did you ever really live? I'm completely butchering that sentence and that, that quote. But maybe I'll put it in the comment section. Of the YouTube channel. So, um, as I mentioned, I was down in New York for Thanksgiving, got to see the family, which is always fun. And I hope for you it's fun too. Uh, I was actually talking to somebody who said going home for Thanksgiving isn't as much fun anymore because when you're in your late 30s and single, your parents always have such wonderful things to say about you. I personally don't have that kind of dilemma, even though I am in my almost mid-30s, but I can definitely understand it. But understand that people in your family probably say such things because they care about you, and they think that by you having certain things on a checklist, it's supposed to make you happy. Maybe they're things they wish they had, but either way, I think you should just appreciate the fact that they're there, appreciate the fact that somebody cares about you, and enjoy it for what it is, because you only get one life. As I said that, I just remember. <laughs> Wow, this is really uh, this is really fucked up there. I just remembered I was supposed to be on a date tonight, and I completely forgot because this week was crazy. In my defense, though, I have not talked to this person since last weekend. So even though we agreed to go out tonight on Sunday, we didn't follow up with each other. So it's a mutual mutual drop off. So yeah, I guess hey, why not as well talk about dating? Why not? Since we're here anyway. I um one of you in um when I was posting about what to talk about on the show, 
was was asking me to talk about love and dating and all of that. I may have covered that in the last episode. But um, I love talking about that stuff personally. I think I've always had this fixation with the human psyche as, as it comes to talking to other people, interacting with other people. And then eventually as I got older, it was more of how do people meet and what are their criteria for even choosing somebody to be with or choosing someone to be with forever because forever if you haven't heard is quite a long time but uh it's always been a a fascination to me and as as a youngster going to an all-boys school didn't really have many uh options there and at the time the internet was merely what was that i might have been a sophomore in high school when my friend got internet and that was the coolest thing ever coolest thing since sliced bread Got a chance to go on the computer, go to WWF.com, watch wrestling clips, go on MTV.com, watch, you know, celebrity deathmatch clips. And that's all we use the internet for. It was a, a completely different time than the internet is used for now. But um, I, you know, I, of course, in an all-boys school, didn't have many options to meet uh, girls to date or anything like that. And... Even in my friend circle, well, we were just nerds. We just went home. We played video games, uh, played you know fake wrestling on the train and stuff like that. So girls weren't really in the picture that often. So the only time that I actually got to see what I assumed it was like to date was actually watching dating TV shows. And I, I thought they were the coolest thing ever. I thought, I thought, I thought. What was it? The first one I probably watched was Blind Date. Maybe that was the first one you watched. You know what? All right. I just... All right. So I just searched for the best dating shows ranked. And there's a website called Ranker. Take a look if you ever get a chance. And I right now there's 59 shows on this list. And there are some here that I've actually never heard of. But as we scroll through this... I'm curious. In the comment section below, let me know if any of these were your favorites. But I will, of course, give you a couple that I thought stood out. And hell, if there's a show that you loved, I didn't name it. It wasn't on this list. Write it down in the comments. Send me uh, a message on any social media. I'd love to hear it. Because I think dating shows are amazing. Story coming soon on that. Uh, Joel Millionaire, amazing. Fifth Wheel, amazing show. Fifth Wheel and Shipmates, I always thought those were interesting because those are the ones where people kind of like, you know, if, if dating shows are supposed to be PG, it was it leaned a little PG-13 at times because uh, in the, on the Fifth Wheel, you would have, you know, let's say it's two guys on the date and then three girls show up and the Fifth Wheel has to try to intercept on the date to break up the couples but if i remember correctly you would have you know let's say person a and person one they would be on a date and then person b and person two would be on a date then you know one and two swap places so now it's like a and two and b and one but then things get spicy then the fifth wheel shows up and the fifth wheel is usually somebody who was like you know a little bit hotter a little bit edgier, spicier, cooler. And their job was to intercept on those two dates and try to get 
whoever the, the primary daters were to go for them. And I can't remember if you actually won a prize for that. But at the end, you would have to choose, you know, who, let's say, person A has to decide, do they want to go for person one, person two, or the fifth wheel? And if, I think it had to be mutual for you to win something. But I think there were a couple times where, like, both the main daters chose the fifth wheel, not the people that they actually were set up with. And then the fifth wheel chose none of them. There may have been one, if unless I'm going crazy here, there may have been one where the was it uh now I'm, now I'm, i might be mixing up shows i'm pretty sure there was one where like the guys were choosing the girls and then the fifth wheel was a girl and she ended up choosing one of the girls instead of the guys it's either that show or there was another show on mtv the one in the limousine right right in the right in the comments what's the one where they're in the limousine maybe i'll see it where i scroll up where like at the end of the date you see who's in the limo Oh, it's killing me. Dismissed. I feel like Dismissed and um, Next were amazing. Ne Let's talk about Next for a second. <laughs> uh, honorable honorable mention here, Date My Mom. Hilarious show. Um, Next, I feel, is the dating show that out of all the dating shows probably sets you up for life the most. And here's why. And you know what? It was also ahead of his time. Next, as a TV show, was the visual embodiment of Tinder. Bear with me here. St stay with me for a second. The, the premise of the show Next, for those of you who either were too old, too young, or just had better things to do, let's say you have a, a woman suitor, right? That was the word. That's the word I was looking for earlier, suitor. You'll have your, your woman suitor who shows up. She's like, hey, I'm Karen. 23, I like a guy who's funny, likes to surf, and has dogs, right? And they're like, I'm, you know, so now she has to choose a person to date, right? The, now, the way that it works, right, is this van pulls up, says next on the side of the van. And all of a sudden, person comes out of the van, hey, I'm Todd, 30, accountant, Love cats. Walks over, and now they have to go on a date. Now, here's the catch. On that bus, there are four more people that also may match what she's looking for or may not. That's the gamble. So, person comes off the bus. She sees the person. Every minute she's on the date, she wins some sort of money. There's some sort of cash prize. Um, every minute that... The other person's on the date, same concept. So, so you have the suitor and then you have the person, the people coming off the, the van or the bus. There's a dollar amount for being on the date. If the suitor ends up, I might, maybe I'm confusing the two things, whatever, whatever. Let's say the girl and the guy, they're on the date. They last 60 minutes. I think it was some, some crazy number. Maybe it was like a hundred dollars a minute or something like that. $60 a minute. It was, it was, it was high enough where it made a difference. Let's say you both stayed on the date. You hit an hour. You hit the time limit. At the end, the person could say, you know, hey, Karen can say, hey, Todd, I loved this date. I thought it was amazing. I have the chance of taking the money or I have the chance of going out on another date with you. Now, 
Todd, the, the person that came off the van or the bus, he has that decision. He could go on that second date with Karen or take the money and run. Here's the kicker. You don't know if that person's on this date because they want the money or because they actually like you. Here's the other kicker. I mentioned at the beginning, there's four more people on that bus. When you're on that date, when that person comes off the bus, you can either start the date up or right away, you can just yell next. Just yell it. There are people who yelled next from across a field. There are people who waited for the person to come off the bus, walk up to them to their face, and then just yell next so they can turn around and go back on the bus. So let's say that Todd came off the bus, Karen yells next, Todd goes back on the bus, now the second person comes off, Philip, right? Philip comes off, same rules apply. She can be on the date with him, do it for an hour. If she decides to, she can, uh, I think, take the money or go on a second date. He has the same choice. But that was the that was the crazy part about it, is you didn't know who was still on the bus. As a viewer, you knew who was still on the bus. But you had that kind of, that human psyche going on of, shoot, the person I'm out with right now, they seem pretty cool, and maybe things are going to work out here, Ugh, but who's on the bus? I have to know who's on the bus. And then the other half is, if I'm on this date with this person, and it's like you're on this date for the hour, decision time, do you take the money, or do you run? That's... Hey, that's adult dating. If I, if I, that's Tinder, that's Tinder right there. That's online dating right there. Next was light years ahead of where, where we are, or it was light years ahead of the game. And that's, just, I mean, Hey, if again, comment down below, if you agree with me, comment, if you disagree and you think I'm just crazy here, but hey, I think that was, that was your visual interpretation of Tinder, of online dating in general. Is the person I'm out with the best pick? Are they with me for money? Or should I take the money and run? Uh, so you had date my mom. That was the one where you went out on the date with the mother. <laughs> that one was also great because, of course, the mom is trying to, like, make their daughter or son or whoever it was seem cooler than maybe they were. And a lot of times, you know, the person who's on the date with the mom it's like, do I trust this person? Do I think they're lying? But there were a couple times on that show where the person dating the mom actually liked the mom more than they thought they would like the daughter or the son. I think one time they may have actually like tried to go out with them. So also a very underrated show. You, of course, have the classic singled out. You have all the various celebrity ones. Room Raiders, classic. Room Raiders, somebody picks you for a date based on your room. That was pretty fantastic. Next next makes it number 21 on this list. I think next should have been a little bit higher than that. For the reasons I mentioned. Blind Date, also classic. Uh, blind Date, it's pretty self-explanatory. The, the people on the show, they just pair two people together. And you see if you like them. It's just hit or miss on that one. Number 10, 90 Day Fiance. I think that's one of the best shows on TV right now. I don't even watch it. But when I do watch it, I'm hooked. And as I continue to scroll up, I number one is Are You the One? And I've not seen that show, so I can't 
Can't give my opinion on that one. Un There's two shows missing on this list, right? One, Shipmates. Please comment down below if you remember Shipmates. Starring Mark Hartnick? Rick Hartnick? What was that dude's name? Ugh. He does uh, the Talking Dead show now on AMC. Chadwick? Maybe that's it? Ah, drawing a blank. Anyway, Shipmates was essentially the show Blind Date, but you took two people and you trapped them on a cruise ship for three days and two nights. Great TV, especially if they were into each other. Even better if they hated each other. Because there was a couple episodes, I'm pretty sure, where the people would still go on their dates and do the events that, like, the producers made you do, but they ended up, like, still trying to hook up with other people on the cruise ship, so... Again, amazing social experiment. But my personal favorite, of course, if you know me in real life, and I believe I can talk about it now because I think the NDA has passed because it's been a long time. I'm just making sure it's not on the list and I missed it. I did not miss it. It's not on the list. Um, Married at First Sight. Fantastic show. So, if you don't know the premise of Married at First Sight, you have... Two people that they go and they tell the producers of the show what they are looking for in a mate. So you'll have a group of guys, group of girls. Um, I still don't, I don't think, and it's, it's funny, people in the comments on that show and on social media have asked, why haven't you paired up same sexes yet? But you'll have, you know, so far on the show, you've had a guy and a girl and they're in a pool of guys and girls and they all interview with these uh, professionals. And the professional matchmakers then have to choose one from each pool to pair them together to meet for the first time for life. The first time these people meet is at their actual wedding. One of the best parts of the show is, of course, the interview process. Because you have all these people listing all the reasons why they you know, should be there, who they're looking for, etc. As a bonus for this episode of Hey Archer and the series in general, if you guys like and share this video and get it to, no, let's get the subscriptions on this video to 150, I will tell you about me being on Married at First Sight. Because yes, I was on the show briefly, very brief. I actually interviewed for it. Funny story, I'll just touch on it a little bit because I want to save it for... Of course, if you guys get to 150 subscribers on this channel. Um, I actually found out the show was um, casting in my city by a date I was actually on. And it's funny because she makes it on the list of people who we went on a date and it was actually good, but we never followed up with each other, which tends to happen. But um, she was saying how her mom, I think, was telling her to be on that show and apply to it. I don't remember if she actually watched it or not. But her mom was telling her, oh, Married at First Sight is coming. You should be on the show. And on the date, I was like, I should probably have tried to be on the show. That actually be pretty funny. And probably embarrassing for my parents. Sure enough, turns out my mom was embarrassed. My dad, not so much. But I'll stop there and I'll tell you more stories. Again, if we get to 150 subs on this channel. Heck, if we get this video to 100 likes, I'll even do it. I'll trade you one or the other. 
But I'm I'm shocked that that show is not on this list of dating shows because it's pretty it's it's a pretty fun one. I actually found 90 Day Fiance from watching Married at First Sight. It was a recommended show and a recommended watch. But um, yeah, I want you guys to let me know what are some of your favorite dating shows. Or maybe maybe that doesn't count because you're married on the show. Or maybe just your favorite trashy romance show. You can even do that. Trashy reality romance show. I don't know if like Survivor and those shows do that. But anyway, um, I had always been a sucker for that kind of thing. All those shows, I was just kind of living vicariously through them. And just watching that social experiment happen of two people meeting for the first time, but now there's the added pressure of meeting with a camera in your face, which it, it just changes everything, changes it all. But uh, again, let me know what was, uh, what kind of was your intro into dating as a youth? Were you, you just saw other people doing it like in school or was it TV shows or you could even write down in the comment section what your first date was. If you even remember that one, that'd be funny to read some of those. But uh, yeah, dating shows, hilarious. I think sometimes they actually do mirror real life, especially, you know, looking at room writers. I mean, you pretty much when you go to somebody's house, you're kind of judging them on their house. And that can make or break you. In my case, being a nerd, that was always the question my friends had. I used, I mean, my apartment now is a bit different in the last month or two, but previously when you walked into my apartment, as it was called, it was like walking into a museum. They said it was just stuff everywhere. Action figures, posters, cosplay things, etc. So I have had people come over and they're like, this is, this is interesting. This is a lot. But I don't think I've ever had any negative reviews on it. I could be wrong. If you gave me a negative review on my room in my apartment, you should also comment down below. But that actually will lead me into a future topic I think we could talk about, which actually is for all of my fellow nerds out there, nerds and nerdettes, if that's a thing. Uh, when is too much too much in your living space? Behind me, if you're looking at this video, I do have a Black Panther poster. It's tasteful. I got it at Marshall's. And for the record, I think Killmonger was way cooler than Black Panther in that movie. And I'm pretty sure you agree with me on there. But uh, when is too much too much as a nerd, as far as it comes to your decorations, when it comes to your clothes, when it comes to your just you as a person? When is too much too much? And how do you actually gradually get somebody to see your nerd world? But I think that'd be a fun topic. Comment down below if you have more topics you'd like for me to cover in that spectrum. But thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Hey Archer 184. A bit of a different one. Uh, they're all going to be a little bit different because this is more of a dialogue series that we're doing here. Well, we'll just talk about random things. I could come in with a game plan, change it up. You guys can give me an idea to talk about, and maybe I'll run with it. Maybe it'll be brief, and I just go on from there but either way this is fun a lot of you loved the last episode a lot of you love the fact that you can now listen to the audio onlys so i thank you for downloading that and listening to it i'm thinking one maybe two episodes a week i think two episodes might be enough 
But don't forget to find me on YouTube because I upload videos on YouTube weekly, probably every other day. So if you're missing me on the audio onlys, go over to the YouTube channel. There are two-minute reviews of movies, TV shows, trailer break breakdowns, all that kind of stuff, as well as the video of this episode. But if you're watching it now, then you're already here. You should go to the other one and watch the Spotify and the Apple. Don't listen. Don't watch. Listen. I'm tired. I apologize. But I want to thank you for coming to this, to this lovely channel. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you share the video. If you're on Spotify and Apple Music, make sure you follow me on there so you know when the new videos come up. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. And I look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode. Peace.